0: So, let's get this started. (laughs) Welcome everybody to the Strategy Show. The second part of our interview with Douglas Ferguson from Voltage Control. This time we talk about how to have better meetings. Welcome Douglas. Hi. (laughs) How are you? Doing well. So Douglas, last time we, thought about, we talked about the design sprint, which is one big question. We want to solve it five days, around seven people. Uh, it's a, a highly relevant, strategic matter and um, we can solve it in five days. But now let's talk about the everyday meeting. That thing that sucks up so much time of everybody and that is important, but that can be done much better. So, what's your take on meetings?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm glad you brought this up because it's. Um, it's a passionate topic of mine and um, a real focus for voltage control in, in 2020. And you know, when I think about meetings, there's there's a few things that um, I think cause the issues that we, we all struggle with so much when we think of meetings and meetings that go poorly. And um, as I've spoken about this, I continually hear from people that, that are just super frustrated and it's, uh, the topic is, is resonating quite a bit with, with everyone. And so, so, so it's really excited to be talking about this today. And, you know. I have a, I have, I have a quote from
0: Seth Goldin, you might know that he was asked, hey said, how can you be so productive? You, you, you're writing like 25 books and 10 of them are national bestseller. So how do you do that? What's your secret? And he said, first, I have no TV. Second, I do not attend meetings.
1: So therein lies one of the, one of the interesting, um, I would say commandments that we have here at Voltage Control and, and that is all meetings are optional. And that's something I encourage a lot of our clients and, and our friends and, and, and readers to, to consider. And the way it works is if you get in, invited to a meeting and you don't think that you can provide value or that will help you do your job better, you shouldn't attend that meeting. And um, just as, as a form of etiquette, we just ask people to um, you know, decline the meeting and, and do so quickly. Um, or or responsively, uh, so that the organizer will know that you don't plan to attend, and maybe they have um, insights that will um, that they can bring to your attention, or maybe you need to attend it, or maybe then we realize that oh, okay, you, you don't need it, because one of the one of the reasons meetings go poorly is that we don't, uh, we don't have the right attendees. Either we have the wrong attendees or we have um, we're missing attendees. Uh, Either, either way um, those uh, issues can easily be addressed and just being more thoughtful and um, more cautious about how we, uh, we invite people to meetings. And one of of my favorite stories is are these um, kind of plugins for Google calendar or, or outlook that calculate the cost of your meeting. And so, this could be opportunity cost plus just the just the labor cost of of uh you know how much you're spending on these individuals being in the room, but also what could they be doing? You know, you talk about Seth Godin um, generating all these books, well what could your teammates and be doing? And there's an interesting um uh kind of process they're trying at Zappos right now called market um dynamics and or market-driven dynamics. And it basically uh, it runs um, the, well, the process is, works like this. If you want to use someone's time, uh, whether that be have them work on something for you or attend your meeting, it comes out of your budget. And each person gets a, uh, has a personal P&L and they have to pay for resources that they consume within the company. So it makes you think uh, twice about calling a meeting that maybe isn't productive. I love it. Yeah, um, they, they're just starting to experiment with it, some, and I'm curious to see uh, how how well it works for them and i um, hoping to catch up with some of them uh, here in mid-January. Because, you know, at
0: Strategy Sprints, we, we are encouraging teams and, and business units to think of every single business unit, every single department as having a p as having a, a whole value chain from end to end going to the individual level that's even more radical so I, I i strongly encourage that i'm curious how that pans out
1: yeah i'm, I'm curious to track it as well you know another thing that, that people get wrong in meetings is um often the meeting is uh we're just not clear on our purpose and there's a few ways that you can attack this one is to rethink the the language and so uh, I've even seen teams um, abolish the word meeting. You can't use the word meeting any longer. And so if we're gonna gather together for some reason, let's get really critical critical, and very clear about the language that we use because that will give us a hint or um, an idea of the purpose. And so for instance, are we coming together to review something? Well, then it's a review. Are we having a critique? Are we, um, are we building a, a rough draft of a pitch deck? And so these, these tasks, these outcomes um, can be kind of woven into the, the title of the meeting and, um, and make, the, make, the, um, make the purpose a lot more clear.
0: So nowadays every, everybody's coming together and saying that the agenda will be generated in the meeting.
1: Yeah, I think if you're gonna um, develop the agenda together In this dynamic way then what you cannot do is be unclear on your purpose there has to it has to be very very clear on why we're meeting and then what we hope to get out of it and i think a lot of times folks struggle with these with these definitions and they kind of conflate um, purpose with category or, um, or various other things and uh, really just getting deep into the why we're going to get gather, the, get really clear on that. And once we're really clear on why, then let's talk about the outcome. So what deliverables are we going to generate? And so the, why might be, well, we have to meet because it's very clear critical that we get clear on strategy. Uh, when we meet with, um, meet with our investors. We want to get very clear on the strategy and why we're raising this money. And, and then we say, all right, well, if we want to get really clear on that. Then maybe an outcome could be, uh, we're going to generate the pitch deck that we're going to use when we meet with the investors. And it, you know, it can, it can take on lots of different forms, but getting really clear on that why, and then letting that purpose inform the, uh, the outcomes, the deliverables, the, what the nouns, like all, all good meetings should result in nouns that like we should be creating things. And that's another mantra that we have at voltage control, which is do the work in the meeting. And, um, kind of a, a subcategory of that is, um, Boyle's law, which comes out of IDO, which is one of my favorites is, uh, no prototype, no meeting. And, and I think prototypes allow you to do the work in the meeting, but we like to, to broaden that a bit with the, do the work in the meeting, uh, so that if we're going to come together, if we're going to bring these resources together, let's make sure we're leveraging the mind share of everyone that we're bringing together so that we can uh, get some tangible output and we can do the work versus coming together afterwards to, um, uh, or rather, rather than coming out with a list of action items that then we're all gonna go put, do work on. Let's see how much work we can do together.
0: On, on the one side it's very dynamic, but on the other side it opens doors again for meetings without, without tangible outcomes.
1: Yeah, that's... Uh... Now
0: I'm, I'm curious about, let's explore one, one very uncomfortable question, which is the role that individual work has today in our society. Because if I think back, people like Beethoven, they used to do their work sitting alone on a desk. And now we have this default format of a meeting where we think that everything must be done in a meeting. But what happened in between? So the pitch deck for the investor I can see many cases where one individual doing the work and then coming to a meeting and sharing and review and getting critique would be much better than five people doing it. What's your take on it? When is a team and what what needs to happen so that a team can be an amplified work and, and not just basically hindering work?
1: Yes, I completely agree. This design by committee is is never great. Um, And why the bring the prototype, so no prototype, no meeting is is really um, a great commandment for meetings is because we're going to create that prototype either um, individually or in a small group, and then we're going to bring it to the broader group for review so that we can get feedback on it and ideally that happens um, early and often so that we can uh, continuously learn and adapt and and grow without going too far down a path without without kind of getting some of this critical feedback now um, i agree that individual work is is powerful and important and and not enough people reserve time on their calendars for that individual work because the, the calendars get eaten up by by meetings. And so I'm I'm a big believer in kind of um, scheduling meetings with yourself. So blocking off time on your calendar, especially if you know it's um, your time to your optimal work time. If you discover times when you get the, your best work done, then then schedule it. And often I'll schedule time immediately after a meeting. Um, so that I have time to get, uh, to maybe do the things I committed to do in that meeting or, or reflect on some of the things that the team said so that I can internalize some of it. And, um, so I, I, find it to be helpful, uh, afterwards just to have that time reserved, just a personal debrief time. And another thing that it's really powerful is, um, this, uh, that I, I love about the design sprint is this kind of work, um, alone together. So kind of the power of Um, let's say, um, bringing people together and paying homage or respecting the fact that uh, this is important to us. So we're all going to dedicate time to it. And there's some, a bit of accountability too, because if you put the time on your calendar to work on it and someone comes by your desk and just steals that time away, then, um, then no work gets done on it. But if we're in a a meeting together, it's unlikely someone's gonna come by and just yank you out of it. And um, yet uh, we reserve that time to do that individual work. So uh, I I think that's a really very powerful thing you can lift out of a design sprint and place into everyday meetings. And whether it's a note and vote or other kinds of mechanisms to get people to work alone together. And um, another thing that I, I love to bring into meeting design is this boot up time. Because often, even if we have an agenda or a purpose or, uh, pre-read materials, not everyone has time to read those. Um, even if they do have time, they might not have done it. Or, um, if they did read ahead, maybe they've spent all day just stacked back to back meetings. They walk into your meeting and it's just not top of mind. And so giving them time to silently reflect and absorb and, and get, back into the headspace where they can think about and make decisions and produce ideas around this context, this subject, then you're going to have a better meeting, you're going to have better time with the the team that you brought together. Um, And so that boot up time can be really powerful.
0: Beautiful, yeah. Um, And now I'm curious, what was one of the best meetings you had recently and, and why was it powerful.
1: I think one of the, one of my favorites recently was, um, voltage controls, uh, 2020 strategic planning. And we were very clear about what we wanted to get out. We wanted to come up with a list of, um, priorities from a strategic standpoint. We wanted to come up with a list of things we were going to say no to and we wanted to come up with a prioritized list of tactics or or um, or kind of initiatives that we were going to immediately start on in January. So we were very clear on the purpose and the outcomes we wanted to drive to. We had developed a, a set of structured activities that would um, that we felt would, would be uh, would produce those outcomes, and uh, and we leaned in and. Um, and we got, and the, and the team flowed very, very nicely. And so it felt a lot like a, um, a design, a, like a three hour design sprint, <laughs> um, because we were, um, we were following some of the, some of the same protocols, but, um, but just kind of in a three hour, um, workshop slash meeting and. Uh, maybe my favorite part and the reason that it immediately came to mind when you asked me about my favorite recent meeting was the no list it just it was so empowering to make a list of things that we should wouldn't we should not do as an organization because that helped us and helped inform our strategy and then when we flipped that around then then we could say well there are other things we need to say no to or there are other things we might want to start doing um, and just, um, it's just pretty liberating to think about like, oh, we don't have to do all these things. This state of busy is not a requirement. And it's more important to be productive and to think about the things that are important and prioritize those things.
0: Beautiful, very powerful, the no list. So um, it's, when you, when, when you do strategy, it's as much important to define what you are not going to do and what you are going to let go because that's the power of a strategy when you have the focus on a very few things but you go in head and shoulders that's that's where the magic happens yes so beautiful thank you douglas and uh, to our listeners next week we are going to continue with part three of douglas ferguson and this time we talk innovation narratives how storytelling can enhance innovation and make it happen so see you next week bye bye
1: thank you bye entrepreneurial freedom is awesome it's also a lot of hard work to get there and when you are there it's easy to lose your grip Our community of 16,000 entrepreneurs is getting stronger and stronger every week because we amplify each other. We share what works and drop the rest. We test, refine, improve. Check strategysprints.com to build up your business and have fun doing it.